What is up, my friends? Welcome to Friday's episode, Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. I believe our role as fathers has the power to change the world simply by knowing who we are and embracing the adventure. This episode is brought to you by The Adventure of Fatherhood, helping men discover their powerful fatherhood role and build their fatherhood skills. On these episodes, I will share stories from my own fatherhood journey. Now, I'm gonna do something a little different the next six weeks. I'm gonna do a series on pillars. Now, what am I talking about here? If we look at a lot of these kind of men's groups right now, I do believe there's this movement of men's groups and opportunities to learn and grow and personal development. And a lot of times see is these pillars. Now, what is a pillar? A pillar is something that holds up a building. Think of it like a foundation. So what are the things that are holding you up as a man? What are the things that you're paying attention to hold your family together? They're not necessarily core values would be more our family enjoys fun travel, right? That'd be a core value, something we live out. But what are the anchors, the foundation, the pillars that I want to implement in my home that really hold us together and make us a family. And so typically what you will hear is faith, family, fitness, finance, and then two others that I talk about in my home are freedom and fun. And so what I'm going to do the next six weeks is I'm just going to talk about them. And I'm going to start off with the easiest one, faith. Just kidding. This is one we could spend an entire life and podcast on. But I'm going to talk about faith for a minute. And I'm going to break this into four pieces. And we're going to go through this quick, right? We want to do this in 10 minutes or less. But on each of these pillars, I'm going to say what it is, why it matters, a story from my own life, and then fourth, a practical implementation. Okay, so for the first pillar, what I want to bring up is this word faith. Now, right out the gate, what does faith mean? Faith is something that you're choosing to believe in, but it requires something of you. There may not be a ton of factual data in the sense of let me hand you this apple, which you can hold in your hand. It's an apple, right? It is faith. Faith is believing in something that you may not be able to see and touch exactly the way that us Americans love to see and touch something. Now, why does faith matter? Why is that an important one to bring up? If you are loving, leading, guiding, serving a home, how does faith or a foundation in what do we believe as a family? Why does that matter? Now, this could fall into many areas. Like what are the things we believe politically? What are the things we believe about family? What are the things that we believe about life? This matters because if everything is just whatever you choose, whatever you want, and there's zero foundational anchor, it doesn't create a lot of stability for our kids. And we are all born with these five questions. I want to propose this to you, that there's these five questions that we all are born having in our heart. And that is, where did I come from? Why am I here? Why is the world such a mess? Or why is there brokenness? Or why is there people hurting? Or why are there bad things happen? Why'd that happen, dad? What's the solution to the bad things? And then where do I go when I die? Okay, these are some core questions that we have as human beings. And you and I may have them, and we may have an answer for them. But again, that answer is probably built in faith. And then our kids are going to have them. And for us as fathers, we need to be able to show up and give an answer. And it is up to you. And I'm going to share some stories in how is it that you're saying, hey, dad believes this, but you can believe whatever you want. This is a little touchy, right? Because you don't want to beat your kid over the head with a Bible, for example. Well, this is what the shouts believe in. This is why we believe it. And there's no room. We don't want that. But we also don't want the, hey, little Timmy, just do it and feel and believe whatever you want. It doesn't matter, right? So what is the happy medium for you and for your family? So now let me give you a story, okay? Because I think this will bring it to some context here. My daughter, Brooklyn, my oldest. So we're Christians. My daughter, I'm going to tell you how I answer these questions in a moment. But 
my daughter, Brooklyn, her personality is she's going to follow in the faith of mom and dad. And it's very easy for her to have these conversations. There's a lot of trust and faith in what mom and dad say. Now, another daughter, Violet, is more open to what the world has to offer and to the possibilities and to really considering things. And so let's tell you this. Brooklyn comes to me around 10 years old. Dad, I want to be baptized. Okay, we kind of go over what that means. She's baptized. Violet comes to me around the same age, 10. Dad, I want to be baptized. And I said, well, we need to wait a little while. So I think we waited till around age 12. And I said, hey, this really needs to be your decision. I don't want you to be 18, 19, 20 years old on a backpacking trip in Europe and then say, oh, I did this because my dad wanted me to. But I also want to respect that you're 12 and I want you to start making decisions for yourself. But we're going to take the next six months or so and we're going to dig into the major questions you have and we're going to look at how each religion answers those questions just very factually. And I had her do the work. So how do I answer these five questions, the ones I proposed to you? And let's go to the five major world religions. And I want you to go and look on their websites and dig around, find what the answers are, and then answer the question, do you feel like what mom and dad are proposing as the faith that we follow fits these in a way that you would like to follow and that you would believe? Because at the end of the day, it does need to be her choice, right? So we do this for about six months. We get up a couple times a week at 6am. I have tea for her. I have a coffee and we sit in my office and we go through all these. And at the end of it, she says, dad, I want to be baptized. Okay. Now again, okay, she's 13 and she's choosing to make this decision, trying to respect her as a young middle school, high school coming of age. I want to give her a foundation. I want her to think critically. Okay. Now let's stay on Violet for a second. I know Violet and now fast forward to high school choices, freshman, sophomore year. She says, we've got a couple kids in a Christian private school. And I feel as though for Violet, that would push her away from her faith because she'd be the one where it's like, man, it's too conservative in the sense of this is too much. We're not considering all people because you could be with a bunch of kids who all think and feel the very same way. And she needs to be in an environment where she's able to critically think. And so now she's at a public school and it's perfect for her. It's perfect for her. I find her leaning into her faith more as she's living out into the realness of the world and then coming home and talking to us about what she's experiencing here and being able to make these decisions on her own, if you will, versus her making these decisions because this is how everyone thinks in school. My friends, sorry for this quick interruption. However, somewhat sadly, I get more questions from dudes about fitness than I do about fatherhood. But what I found is that the fathers who start taking care of their fitness and nutrition end up finding fatherhood, marriage, work, and all other aspects of life come into a deeper clarity of purpose, enjoyment, and fulfillment. Now, I've partnered with Rise Up Kings to launch Ruck Fitness, a transformative program that is less focused on a six-pack in 90 days and more focused on you creating the habits, mindset, and lifestyle that will allow you to be a healthy asset to your family for decades. Come join me in a transformative journey to become the man you want to see in the mirror. Go check it out www.rebellandcreate.com forward slash fitness. Now back to the show. 
And so those are a couple things around how faith is important, but then also I share that with you. So take it as you will. Now, how am I answering these questions for my kids? Now, let me preface this with we are constantly learning and growing, right? I'm 40 years old. I'm still learning. There are a few things that I would say these are anchors for me. God is the Trinity. Jesus is the son of God. Jesus came to this earth. He was both God and man. He was born of Mary. Mary was a virgin. These are things to me would be, if I found out in the end that they weren't real, they'd be really shockingly deal breakers for me. Deal breakers is maybe heavy, but you get it, right? Like those are the things. Now, if my kids come to me and we're talking about these things and hang on here, because there's something important I want to say to you after I answer these. So where do I come from? Well, there is a God who created everything and he created you. He put mom and I together and you are created out of the love of mom and dad. And it's a gift that mom and dad, also children of God, get to have the opportunity to participate in creating life. And out of our love, you were born. And so you are from love out of a God who created all of this. Why am I here? You have purpose to live in community with others. The point of this whole thing is to enjoy the life that you are given and to do it with other people. You are here, not because you have to go to Africa and do this, or you have to do X, Y, or Z, but you are made to be connected. You are made to be a part of love, to belong, okay? Why is the world such a mess? So here's a great example. There's brokenness. Human beings have chosen to selfishness and choose their own path and to choose not to live how God originally intended us to live. And when we choose selfishness and we hurt people, then we would call it sin or separation from the intention of how we were created. Now, and I say, look at Genesis 1 and 2. Those are two different stories about how man came into existence, how this whole thing started. If it wasn't one man named Adam and one woman named Eve and an apple or whatever, if it was different and that's a metaphor, I'm okay with that. And I tell my kids, like, if I were to gun to my head, how do I think it happened? That's what I would choose. But also, I understand that's what I was told from birth. But the meaning underneath it is still the same. I can choose to live as this kid in God's kingdom, or I could choose to think there's nothing there and doesn't matter. There isn't anything, but that's the answer I would give my kids. What is the solution? The solution is Jesus came to show us how to live and be dependent on God. He came and gave up his godliness or came and gave up his power as God and operated as man. And he operated where he's connected to his father fully to show us that's possible. And that's Jesus. And I'm really dumbing this down. Okay, so blow me up if you want, whatever. Where do I go when I die? Okay, I believe that we have a new heaven and a new earth, that we will live on a new earth. And we don't necessarily die and go to heaven, but that we get to be a part of the restoration of all things here on this earth. But again, it doesn't have to be exact. This is what I believe. It doesn't have to be exact. And then here's another thing. What happens if I die and I don't want to participate in God's kingdom and with hell? We got to sat down with our kids and showed them, here's the three major beliefs around hell. These are the three major beliefs. This is the one that dad believes and this is the one mom believes and whatever feels right to you, there's not enough information here for me to tell you, you need to believe this because this is what shouts believe. And that's where then faith comes in, right? We're talking about faith, but there's an anchor to the stability of our home and our family. And that's why this pillar matters is because we want to have stable homes and we want to be able to give our kids answers to why it is we believe what we believe. And then if there's shifts in your beliefs, if you asked me 20 years ago, I would have a different answer on hell than I do today. And to be able to walk with your kids and that I think is important for them to know that you are also on a journey of learning. But if there are convictions you have about things that are the real anchor pieces, to share those with your kiddos. 
So here's the other thing I said, hang on for, because I want to share. So when we go to church on Sundays, which we probably go two times a month with everything that we have, and I used to be a youth pastor where we went every single Sunday for my entire life. So now it's a little bit looser. Sometimes we'll do church at home together. Sometimes we do a big breakfast and hang out and talk together, pray together, connect, read the Bible, whatever. But this is what I want to share. When we do go to church and we sit together or whatever, on our way home, one of the things I ask my kids in the car is, hey, what did you learn? What did you agree with? And what did you do? disagree with? And why? For both. Because I want them to think critically, to not just trust that whatever is said on some stage by some man or woman who we've said is a leader, I want you to critically think about what's being told to you and not just accept everything as absolute, this is truth, without you thinking about it and then being able to formulate an opinion and an answer behind it. So six pillars. The first one I wanted to drop on you is faith. It is important that you're building a foundation for your home. Foundation for faith. What does the Shout family, the Smith family, the X XYZ family. What do we believe and why do we believe that? It's important for our children. All right, my dudes, if this is helpful and you enjoy the podcast, the critical thinking, if you don't like what I just said, but it gets you thinking about your own home and your own family, fantastic. Write a review, help spread the word that fatherhood matters. All right, my dudes, you are super important in your home. Remember who you are. You are a father and that matters. You matter. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. Much love to you, my brothers. Together, we're changing the world. I look forward to hanging out with you next week.